Councilman Caleb Collier says that this proposal is meant to protect their Second Amendment rights. I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. church and state are we being used by the machine hello christian patriots and welcome to church and state where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics i'm your host caleb collier once again your favorite far-right shock jock and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis i've heard a few people that have actually uh said why why do you say you're the most schizophrenic show uh, well, number one, you never know what you're going to get with us, uh, but that's what makes it exciting to tune in. And I know all of you look forward to tuning in, uh, but some others have said, you know, like schizophrenia, like mental health issues. Some, a lot of Christians actually believe this is actually uh, demonic. Um, so why would you include that in, in kind of the, uh, the description of your show? Uh, and, and I get that. I, I understand why there might be some opposition to that, but I kind of like the sound of it. So I'm going to continue to do it. It's my show. So there you go. Hey, if you like the show and uh, I don't continue to anger you, go to churchandstate.media. As you know, we are in a uh, mass scramble, as it were. Uh, We're looking for people to fund us. Um, We are in a difficult position right now to where uh, we've lost a little bit of funding. And uh, if you like hearing us on a daily basis on the American Christian Network, we need your help. So there's a few ways to do that. Uh, churchandstate.media, go take advantage of our affiliates. Go buy some of these products from, we've got a whole list of people that uh, have come on board with us and, uh, you know, we're part of the affiliate network with them. So use my pillow. That's, that's a great one. I'm looking at it right now. Use my pillow. Go click on the link, get some pillows, get some blankets, get some towels, slippers, whatever you want to do. It's all luxurious items that will really make you just sit in a in a life of luxury and look down upon your neighbors. <laughs> look at the Joneses over there sleeping on their pillow that they bought from Kmart. Kmart doesn't even exist. Walmart. Yeah, you can be that person. Don't you want to be that person? Just snobbery. Come on. Use the promo code Church of State and buy one of these fine pillows. They're American made. You're not going to be disappointed. Also, you can just donate specifically to us. We've got a donate button right at the top of the page. You can't miss it. Okay, as you're downloading the shows to share with people, hit the donate button. Give us a little bit of cash so that we can stay on the air and continue to bless you with this ministry and and sometimes make you laugh because uh, that is a goal uh, of ours is we do interject a lot of comedy on the show. Sometimes when you are faced with the world literally falling apart, sometimes it's healthy to laugh. And why do we laugh? God's in control. Lastly, if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State 1776 at proton.me. As always, love getting your emails. All right, I opened the show with a statement of are we being used by the machine? And this has really been pressing heavy into my heart because I don't want to see myself or any of my audience unfortunately get waylaid, get to, to where they're believing 
the propaganda machine. And I'll tell you right now that America has a long history of using propaganda on its own citizens. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to talk a little bit about this. And then you're going to see where I'm going uh, towards more towards the end of the show. But you got to remember that there have been many cases throughout our history where the official story that was told, the official story that we came, that came from the mainstream media, our politicians, our talking heads, ended up being completely and utterly false. And so many of these propaganda tales resulted in us engaging in wars that we had no business in. Wars where we toppled, granted an evil dictator, but ultimately resulted in a massive power vacuum to where the nations or the the regions were actually far worse. We've seen the propaganda that was being used against people like what occurred with Chris Stevens, where now we know the information that, no, the reality was is the individual was probably engaged in actually weapons trafficking. We've destabilized and we've propped up dictators of one country and come against another all in this quest to ensure originally that we were the lone superpower. Well, unfortunately, we don't care about that anymore as Americans. I'd actually prefer that over what we currently have. Because currently, our government are globalists. Our government wants nothing more, actually, than to see America fall as a superpower. Because as Henry Kissinger said, the only thing standing in the way of global government is the United States of America. So these individuals who have been elected, or perhaps more appropriately said, placed into their positions of power, they hate us. They hate you and I. And so they will use anything in order to further their agenda towards global government. And I need my audience to understand this because it's playing out before our very eyes. But before I get there, let's remind you of some of the more, I don't know, interesting tales that we've heard from our past. I remember not long ago, I was a, more of a kid at this time, but uh, we decided that we were going to invade the sovereign nation of Iraq. Now, no one in their right mind is going to say Saddam Hussein was a good and decent individual. No, he certainly had his share of acts of atrocity. But you have to remember, the one thing that kept Iran at bay was Iraq. You see, when you have two nations that disagree, uh, in this case over uh, Islam, Shia and Sunnis, he also had the Kurds mixed in there as well, but they would fight each other. They were two powers of equal standing. Are we better off now with the removal of Saddam Hussein? Or did we just take a rock and throw it into a hornet's nest? Now, there was a lot of propaganda that emerged during this time, in the original Gulf War. But one in particular really stands out in my mind. This was a clip that was used to showcase how the Iraqis were just animals. 
It tugged on the heartstrings of you and I, and we didn't think to question it. We heard from a young girl who had a horrific story to tell, one she had experienced firsthand. Chris, let's go hear it. Go ahead and hear it from her own words. I saw the Iraqi soldiers come into the hospital with guns. They took the babies out of the incubators. Took the incubators and left the children to die on the cold floor. That was horrifying. All right, let's go ahead and I pause it there. You. you remember her. And, and just listening to it now, doesn't that pull on your heartstrings? Doesn't that make you want to act? How could we, how could we as a society allow for another nation, for these evil soldiers to go into a hospital, unplug babies from the very machines that were keeping them alive, and just allowing these children to die on the cold floor? No, that demands action, doesn't it? Well, unfortunately, it turned out that this was all a lie. And I'll hand it to this young woman. She's a fantastic crisis actor. But this story was completely and utterly debunked. It never occurred. And yet, we still went into Iraq. And we toppled the dictator. And we spread democracy. That's always, that's always the term we use, isn't it? We've got to go in there and spread democracy. Well, number one, democracy is a completely unstable form of government. And number two, how are you going to, even if it's not democracy, even if it's freedom, how are you going to install freedom into a nation that doesn't treasure it, that has never tasted it, doesn't know what to do with it? Freedom's a great responsibility, and it requires its citizens to be active in the defense of it. And so when you try to promote freedom in a country that has no idea what that even looks like, can you expect it to fail? I think history would show yes. Most times it does. And if we understand that democracy is an unstable system of government that ultimately results in a tyrannical dictator, why would we go abroad trying to promote this? Let's go back a little bit further in our history. Let's go back a little bit further into World War II when we had one of our more favored presidents. You remember FDR, right? Well, at least your grandparents probably talked about him. This was a guy who had a chicken in every pot. He had his fireside chats where he would warmly come into your house and explain what was going on. But not to worry. He was in power, and America was okay. Well, FDR was a war hawk. FDR wanted nothing more to, than to engage us in World War. Now, he ran on a platform ensuring the general population that no, not at all. I'm an anti-war Democrat. I'm not going to get involved in this. It's not our war. And then as soon as he entered into the Oval Office, that's exactly what he did. But in typical fashion, you need a crisis. Crisis and solution. They've been working on this for a very long time. So what did they do? Well, oftentimes all you got to do is stir things up. 
stir things up and make your enemy to where, well, potential enemy in this case, to where they have no other option but to attack. And sure, American lives must be sacrificed or might be sacrificed, but it's a step that they're willing to take. After all, you can't break a few or you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, right? What do these people care if a few of our own citizens, or in this case, thousands of our own citizens, had to die to ensure that there was enough uproar from the American public to get engaged in World War II? You see, FDR claimed that December 7th would be a day of infamy that we would never forget. Heard that a number of times. But because we had no advanced warning of what the Japanese were planning on Pearl Harbor, we were taken completely by surprise that we had to engage in the war. And even if that was the case, wasn't it Japan that attacked us and not Germany? And you have to understand, I'm not an apologist for what Germany was engaging in. Clearly, they were extreme acts of evil. I'm just, I'm just leading you down the path to ask questions about the propaganda that you may or may not be eating up. Turns out FDR did have advanced warning. FDR knew three days prior that the Japanese were going to attack Pearl Harbor, and he let it happen. Think about that. He let it happen. I think it was over 2,500 that were killed in Pearl Harbor. And every single one of those souls, he's directly responsible for their deaths because he wanted war. There are so many examples that I can lay out to you. JFK, I mean, there's, there's so many of these examples where we cannot believe the official story. Let's fast forward a little bit, and let's start questioning what occurred on September 11th. Now, I distinctly remember September 11th. I was in the Marine Corps at that point. Unfortunately, I was a neocon. Yeah, that's right. I'm a recovering neocon. But I had the same mentality that most people did at that time. Let's just bomb the entire Middle East, turn it into a sea of glass. Didn't think to question it at that time, but very quickly... I started to. And you know, one of the things that really led me to question this was Tower 7. You see, during 9-11, we had two planes hit two buildings, and yet three buildings collapsed. And the official story was the debris from the two falling towers is what took out Tower 7. Well, I've seen a lot of controlled demolitions in my life. This one seems to be just that. Let's go ahead and roll it, Chris. Stop that, Chris. What's incredible is if you really zoom in on that video, you can see the smaller explosions that are occurring to bring that building down in a pancake fashion. Yeah, that made me question things. And then I started looking a little bit more, perhaps into the Pentagon. 
where we have 19 hijackers, not even from the nation that we invaded, that even though they couldn't fly a small Cessna, were able to successfully take over large airlines, and in the case of the Pentagon, were able to fly in a downward circle without any of our fighter jets scrambling and ultimately hit the Pentagon at almost a ground level. Makes me question things. Makes me say, is this propaganda? And let's go a little bit more forward in our timeline. And let's just remind all of you about COVID-19. You remember COVID-19. You remember how shut down we are, how we were told we had to be mandated and masks and the vaccines were going to be mandated as well. And they made our lives miserable. You remember all the stories of how anyone who didn't take the vaccine was a pariah, was a danger to society, that they had to be dealt with, re-educated, not allowed to buy or sell or go into stores or anything. You remember all of that. And you remember how, well, our leaders, our president, our largest healthcare czar, how they all had these messages. You remember Joe Biden telling us that, hey, if you got the vaccine, you wouldn't get COVID. You remember that video, right? Well, luckily for you, I've got it right here. Go ahead and play that one, Chris. I hope it's not, it's got a mute virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non-unvaccinated people. The, vi- the, the, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Oh, you're not going to get COVID. Turns out that was a lie. Turns out the vast majority of people that are still getting COVID are the ones that are currently vaccinated. And they assured us that the vaccine was entirely safe, that there were no health effects or side effects that that could come possibly from this because it wasn't made with the COVID COVID virus. That, yeah, this experimental technology, while it's never been used on human beings before, there's nothing to worry about. You remember all of that. You remember hearing Dr. Anthony Fauci talk about just that. Chris, go ahead and play that other video for me as well coming from probably one of the doctors with the smoothest voice you could possibly imagine. Just listen to him and go to sleep. Take the vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe, effective, and cannot make you sick with the virus. Hi, I'm Dr. Griffin Rogers with the NIH. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, explains. Vaccine safety has always been a top priority. None of the vaccines are made from the COVID-19 virus itself but from a genetic code that signals the development of a protein that induces the body's immune system to fight the virus. It is normal to experience mild side effects. They are a result of your body responding to the vaccine. However, the vaccine cannot cause an infection with the virus it is protecting you against. In clinical trials thus far, the vaccines have been shown to be safe and highly efficacious. Scientists at my institute helped develop the vaccine, and I've been vaccinated myself. Vaccines are a safe, effective tool in our fight against COVID-19. And I've been vaccinated, too. Follow us at NIDDKGov. Well, if that commercial doesn't make you feel good, I don't know what will. But you remember all of this. In this case in particular with the COVID-19, 
It's not so far back in our history that you've forgotten. So why do I bring all of this up? Why have I led you down a path of tales of individuals or events that have occurred where they used propaganda to ensure that the general public as a whole would go along with the implementation of their plans? Because I say the same thing occurring right now. And I need to talk to Christians in particular right now. Christians, you need to know where my heart is as I start discussing the propaganda that we're currently seeing in the world. I believe that the Jews are God's chosen people. I believe in the promise of Abraham. I believe that reading through the, the end times, the book of Revelation, that clearly God has a special place for Israel. You read that these events occur in the temple. You read how the Antichrist establishes his kingdom in Jerusalem. You read about the 144,000 from the tribes that are set apart, that are sealed by God. I'm not engaging in replacement theology. I believe that we are grafted in, that we are part of that covenant with Abraham now. But I'm seeing a lot of propaganda coming from a nation that has been overrun by globalists. Look, I love America. I love this country with all of my heart. I want to see America change. I want to see us kick the globalists out of their positions of power. I've served this nation. I continue to serve this nation. And it's because I love this nation so much that I push back against the policies that are being implemented on a daily basis. I also love the nation of Israel. I love the Jewish people. But you need to understand that this nation is completely secular at the highest levels. You need to understand that this nation treats Christians very poorly, teaches Messianic Jews very poorly, and teaches, or really, really comes down hard against Palestinian Christians. I've said this before on the show just recently. There are more Palestinian Christians by their numbers than there are Israeli Christians. So when we see these tales that are emerging from our mainstream media and on social media, tales about how many deaths they've seen, tales of 40 babies had their heads cut off. Ben Shapiro shared a, a, a picture of a, of a dead, burned baby. Ultimately, it was proven that it was AI, that it was actually a picture of a puppy, and AI put a dead baby on top of it. We need to start questioning these types of things. When you're hearing individuals on the conservative side, on the Christian side of things that are talking about the fact that we just need to completely annihilate Palestine, then you know you're the victim of propaganda. You know these individuals, and I'm not attacking them, not all of them, but you need to understand that these individuals have been motivated by something that is not the truth, and the truth is somewhere in between it. I'm not going to defend Palestinian terrorists. I'm not going to call these monsters freedom fighters. I'm not going to be on the side of the American left. These people are monsters. They're animals. I know far more about Islam than most. I worked in the field where we were specifically dealing with that threat. 
These individuals believe in jihad. Jihad's coming to the entire world if they have their way. But you also have to understand that not all of these Palestinians are jihadists. A lot of these individuals are just like you and me. They're concerned with their families. They're concerned with getting a better way of life. And they're stuck in the middle of this. You see, Hamas likes to use them as human shields. Why do you think so many of their missile production facilities and launch sites are in hospitals and schools and churches? So when there's a, a counteroffensive, there's really no other option but to send your missiles into there. But we can't be supporting the destruction and death of an entire people group. We can't fall prey to that propaganda. Because ultimately, what do they want? I'll tell you what they want. The globalists in America, the globalists in Israel, they want a one-nation world. They want total control, total power. And this is just a means to an end. Look, most of you that listen to me didn't support the Ukrainian war. Most of you questioned it, saw Ukraine for what it is, a corrupt nation with a corrupt leader. You understood that Putin was a nationalist or is a nationalist. And that if we, can, if, if we continue to press in on their borders, that they would react just like we would. You got that. And yet I'm seeing so many people right now that have just thrown caution to the wind, have thrown individual thought, free thinking to the wind to where they just accept this narrative that we have to defend Israel no matter what the cost. It's a dangerous position to find yourself in. On one hand, yes, God's chosen people. On the other hand, can we support the total annihilation of a people group? How about we be somewhere in the middle there? I don't know, it might be strange to hear me say, get in the middle. But in this case, it's accurate. In this case, we do have to question all of this. In this case, we do have to protect People who might be innocent. Children, for that matter. We can't just blindly accept and follow a nation that none of you trust right now. None of you. I, I know you guys. You don't trust the American government right now. You don't trust anything they're doing. You don't trust that the president that we currently have actually won that election. And yet, you're going to follow blindly into this? I hope not. I hope that you could question some of these things, some of these stories and tales that are coming out. I hope that enough of you are still capable of individual thought and not groupthink. That you could say, no, I'm going to question this. Church and State is sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm.
Welcome to the fire.